before this episode begins, this episode is more of a humorous one, and overall I was going for more of a sitting with the friends type of vibe. We discuss a lot of topics, so much so that this episode is actually being broken down to two parts, with this being part one. So enjoy and buckle up because you're in for a wild ride with this one. What's up everybody, my name is Ali, this is episode number 15 of the Mentalia Podcast. I didn't even think I'd get to episode 15, so this is a big deal for me. And I have three new guests on here. They're going to introduce themselves, so I'm excited for this one. Hey guys, my name is Hussein, longtime friend of Ali's. And honestly, I'm super excited for uh, the chat that we're going to be having this evening. That seems so fake, but... <laughs> I promise you, he it is actually excited. <laughs> hey guys, uh, we're a long-time listener, long-time friend, and I'm just glad to be here. And the final guest here is uh, Noor. I'm also a long-time friend of Ali's. Prior to this episode, they were mentioning something about Texas, and I don't know what's been going on in Texas, so maybe you can enlighten me. Uh, oh yeah, this was during know? the technical difficulties in the beginning. Yeah, oh, you guys <laughs> we're just We're just sitting here shooting the shit. If uh, there was a video portion of this, oh lord, it would be... <laughs> But anyways, you're saying? I was just say it took a lot longer to set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah, the new guest, if anything. So about Texas, yeah, what are you talking about? about yeah, so no, 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 me and we're just catching up on like news and all that. And I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody's seen the memes, right? I'm or sorry, like the I videos have, on Instagram. I have not, no. Nothing about Texas? I know that people are trying to move to Texas, but that's a whole different thing. That's not what you guys are talking uh, no, about. No, no okay, I haven't. Okay. I haven't heard the news as well about Texas, actually. So but like, that might be because I'm not like just media. like a... <laughs> Like an overview is basically like it's been snowing like really badly in Texas and they've never had snow. Or they probably have like essentially, yeah. yeah. But basically, all the non-believers of climate change got proved the fuck wrong one time <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. The oil state. Oh. <laughs> Back to that snowstorm. I you guys were mentioning beforehand with the technical difficulties during that conversation about the governor. Did you mention Wahid that the oh governor yeah. escaped or something? Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted motherfucking Cruz. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm not big on politics. This is going to get a bit political on this portion only just because I hate that fucking halfwit. But basically, Trump supporter number two mm-hmm. uh, took off during the second round of pandemic in Texas, right? You have COVID. And now on top of that, you have a, you know, a state that doesn't have the infrastructure for something like this. It's not built for snow, right? And so in the middle of this pandemic, the second one, where nobody has power, nobody has heat, there's snow everywhere, you know, people are fighting just to, like, eat, live, yeah. right? Just to live normally. Yeah. yeah, I saw pictures of, like, stores and stuff, everything just being cleaned oh, up. Oh, that's yeah. what you guys are talking about. Okay, because I did see... A s- yeah, okay, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Essentially, he just left his state in shambles and went on a vacation and, somewhere and warm. But I'm, oh, no, no, with his family. Yeah, he took his family and all that. And, uh, you know, during something like this, not even a snowstorm, just COVID, shouldn't be traveling anyways... Right, which I guess I, I know people, people violate that all the time in, in but Ontario. Yeah, do that. But this is not somebody thing. who should be doing it, right? People look anyway. to politicians yeah. for uh, like guidance. leadership guidance. or guidance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I don't even get to be. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> and in this case, the guy who's supposed to lead the state that's in shambles. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Like they're, they're supposed to lead the state, and he just up and left. I mean, I can never even be a with the COVID situation happening. Like, the whole idea he of, still of traveled. pushing like the narrative of of doing X, Y, and Z. When in actuality they're being backed up by a bunch of people that don't have the same interests at heart. Has anybody here been keeping track on the whole crypto craze going on? Right here, Noor is our yeah, resident it's expert. Me, to be honest, because I've been what's it looking now? at it in dabbling. It's upwards of sixty thousand, or oh, well, Bitcoin just hit fifty-seven thousand. Fifty-seven thousand wow. American. I was, you know, I, I bought it. I mean, Noor could testify. And yeah. I don't know if Wahid did as well, but we bought a thousand at. At uh, seven or eight k, you bought a thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin at eight k. At eight uh, k, yeah. yeah. And you and still then, have that? Uh, well, if you still have that, that's going to be here. So right we now. sold it. <laughs> so we bought it. You buy it on a platform, right? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, Coinbase. Yeah. We bought it on Quadriga. I heard about Quadriga this. CX, no. and it was smooth. Like everything was fine, but uh, then they just went. I, I think I think bankrupt or something else happened. No, I'm so not sure. There's a lot of legalities yeah. behind it, and it's very hard, confusing. So what really to happened apparently is like the owner or the co the founder of Quadriga, he had the ma- master password on his person. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then what happened was he went to Thailand, and basically wherever he goes, everybody's money in that company goes with him. So nobody can get into his account. Meaning, yeah. meaning everybody's accounts were locked. But that seems like something in this time of age that shouldn't happen. Like with security and stuff like that? Yeah, with security because I'm so another another person I know that gave me his money and trusted me with his money. For actually, crypto? Yeah, for, for crypto to invest, with, yeah. to invest with. 
uh, when I withdrew my money, he, he wanted to stay. So I withdrew, t- to give you a little bit of background, I withdrew at like, at like 25000 I made maybe like $60, that's it, or $70. Um, Damn, but the person stayed. yeah the person that entrusted me with his money he stayed and he still has the money in quadriga but then but then he when he wanted to get out quadriga closed down oh boy. so and he had he has a thousand dollars now imagine someone what would you do if someone had like invested you know, ten thousand twenty thousand like, how like I we're not even following like there's emails you have to do, fill out some forms yeah like, forms a, is, yeah, it was a, it was a big believe. headache and, the, and you know how lawyers speak Th- that's how the emails are worded like very, very, very confusing and very formal, open-ended, you know, like you don't know where it's going. Fucking confused. No idea what's going on. Classic white ink on white paper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, I need a lawyer to look at my email. (laughs) Yeah. That's that. It it seems like that. So, but we only have a thousand, so we didn't care. Or he only had a thousand. He did care, but not that much. But again, imagine you had 20,000 in Quadriga and you just lost it. Or like a million. Imagine a million. I was talking to Hussein about this earlier and how if you're a friend with someone, does that necessarily mean that you're able to share absolutely everything with them? No. Because, for example... Able or must, even. Like, right there. I agree with yeah. that. You don't have to share it, but knowing that you could, right? That's a whole different ball game. So, Noor wouldn't tell me everything that's going on his deepest, darkest things, but he could. And he has before. That, in itself, is real friendship. You can censor yourself however much you want, but he has the opportunity to lay that stuff on us. So, just... Like the mere option of that being there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always enough. good to know. It's like I, I, I have my, I have something like to lean on. If I, if I need to bring something I'll up. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's like because like I'm not gonna sit in my house and just like, I'm stressed about work or stressed about financials yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting there, just being engulfed in my own negative mm-hmm. negativity. You're isolated. Right? Isolated in my own isolated. negativity. Yeah, like well, it's, well, the best it's, thing it's to tough. do is always to talk to someone and that's yeah, exactly. It's, but yeah, it, there's more power in that than you think. Like, it, you nice. don't need to talk, nice. if you have mental health issues, you don't need to talk about your mental health issues. You can, but just having that conversation, just having a conversation in mm. itself mm. helps. But would you say it's true that every friend almost serves a purpose in your life, right? So if I have somebody that doesn't believe in mental health or doesn't really understand it, for me to just be like, yo, I'm going through this and this, I know they're not the right person I should be talking to about this. When I have other friends that do understand this and can give me better advice yeah yeah so you put your friends in boxes it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but but also also that's just human nature like you should know who to what to bring up to whom and when right you wouldn't bring up and like a deep nba convo about like let's say you're toronto raptors all of us are a fan you wouldn't talk raptors talk with somebody who watches soccer yeah yeah, yeah, you know that's a good that's a good point yeah yeah Yeah, like that's what we talked about you you sort of like determine who to yeah, there's obviously a certain certain type of conversation you can talk to a certain person, and no, different because you have different relationships with every single person, right? Yeah, it's no, not like we all met. Except it's like we're we all like randomly a, met at the same time, mm-hmm. and hy- and hypothetically just just started talking. Like if I met you randomly and I'm like, yeah, man, I've been having headaches and I I can't focus. And you're like, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, so it's like, which kind of happened today. So I, I was telling Noor, like, I don't know what goes through people's minds when they do this. Maybe it's a bad thing to say. But you know how sometimes you meet somebody for the first time and they just drop a whole fuck ton of knowledge on you? Too much. Like a, like a TMI like moment. Personal, yeah, personal, 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 personal yeah. So like if you... Like, <laughs> I don't know if you yeah, want to tell me what happened today. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to say it in case they hear it. So yeah, yeah it's, it, that, that's more than fine. <laughs> but essentially, it was supposed to be a quick three-minute conversation uh-huh. uh, with somebody. Just pop in, pop out, uh, and I'm out? waiting in the car, and uh-huh. I'm wondering why it's taking so long. Uh-huh. Noor then comes back in the car. He's like, "Yeah, that convo did not go as quickly as I had hoped for. Like, they went into some deep topics. Like, Basically." I was having a conversation with this person and just catching up and like I haven't seen them in almost a year. I was asking them how they how how work was working from home because you know it's like COVID and all that kind of stuff because I knew they're working from home when the last time I talked to them and then they told me that they're on parental um, sorry maternity leave. I'm like oh congratulations and then she's like yeah well it's not like that. I'm like what do you mean? And she's like oh it was a stillborn stillborn baby and then she kind of like put me in that position. It's like. I'm sort of here. Like, I'm not going to start crying over, but it's like, damn. Uh, this is not, I, haven't, I haven't seen you in like 10, 11 months, and you dropped this on me. It's like, you could have moved that convo somewhere else, you know? Not to sound evil here, but I'm just, the reason why I brought it up is what's the etiquette? There should be a basic etiquette for what you drop on and whom. Like, you could be going through something and drop like a something really serious like that, but I would hope you know the person. 
right? But you ever feel like when somebody drops something like that on you, even though you don't care about them the same way they cared about you to like put that information on you, it creates a burden. Don't you yeah, feel does, burdened yeah, for, for a little sure. bit? It does for yeah, sure. And yeah, and I got so much stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Again, as a if, human, you need to you need to you need to like you can't express it enough. Like you need to know your audience. Like or you need to know the the other person that you're sharing with. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and you know, like you don't want to also share just to be just to be a selfish person because also sharing is a, is almost a, you can look at it as a selfish yeah. act because you share yeah, to, to, yeah, to, yeah, feel, better. Time, like, to can, share to feel better. Can, but can. that's part of being human because the other person also when you share. The other person, if they're helping out, they feel better too. Of course. You know what I mean? I view it in a weird way. I view it as a transaction. So she unburdened herself, but now Noor picked that up. But yeah. he's going to be sad about that for the rest it. of the day. That person also asked me this question. She's like, would you go back to work? And I'm like, like into the office, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, not really. I'm, I'm okay not talking to people. Yeah, so maybe. Like, you know, like I'd well, rather, I'd rather like sit home and just like do my work. And then I can go on with my life. Right. Here's the ironic thing about what you That's said. Scary. Uh, people that prior to COVID weren't working in an office, and then if you ask them, hey, like, who would you mind working in the office? I would feel most of them would say yes because one, it gets you out of the house and just away from your uh, surrounding environment, which for me would be my room, right? And sometimes I just sometimes I'll just take the car and drive just for the sake of, of getting out of the house to clear my head or just because I'm bored. Whereas if you ask somebody that was working in a in an office like Noor, for example. And now he works from home. If you ask him, hey, would you go back to the office? He'd be like, no, I'm good. So it's just interesting. People that, that yeah. didn't work in the office would love to work there after COVID. Because, like, okay, one, I could leave my house and then kind of build a routine. So they took a poll in my company and they asked people, like as a survey, uh, who wants to stay home from work even after COVID? I think it was something like 96% of people said, let me stay at home. And again, this is an IT company. They have the infrastructure to work from home. They, they, we've done a full transition. If need be, so permanently. If need be, we can have a majority of the company working from home, and we can sustain it. Okay. So why? Don't well, that, that's just it. They didn't know what they wanted to do, so they took a survey company wide. Now it looks like they might have to live with that reality. If the data backs it up, then I don't see why they wouldn't do. Well, that. yeah, like. And it well, makes like, sense for a company because they're gonna save money. Like. Yeah, save in, so much in money cost and stuff space. for sure. In office space, yes. Like for me. It's like I get a lot of time back, right? Because let's say yeah, you wouldn't have well, right? the yeah. drive, the because coffee, if the I were to, if I were to moments. yeah, if yeah, I were to work at eight to four or nine to five, whatever it is, right? I'm waking up like forty-five minutes to an hour Traffic. before that, I, I or even more. Actually, like an hour, an hour and a half before that, I'm waking up. Is it sad to say that I miss it? Hmm. No, like I wouldn't mind well, doing it once a week. Once a week, sure. Like the routine. So usually, when you're done work, I think Nur knows this too. When you're stuck in traffic, it's a cool down. You have like a decompression yeah. from work and you're in traffic. You're just jamming it's, uh, out. Like in between yeah. states, the transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, actually, one thing I've been meaning to ask you, do you ever have those like panic attacks in the morning when you're, when you're, when you're, on, your like, mor- okay. when you're on your morning meeting, okay? And you're still in bed, pajama up, right? And, you're, and uh, you mute your mic, you turn off your camera. Do you ever have that like second where you're like, oh shit, did I turn off my camera? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. So when... I don't do that anymore. But in the beginning, when I would work from home, I'd take advantage of that. But then I got into that slump of like getting lazy and I couldn't really, I didn't feel like doing work. So I had to make my own routine at home. But coming to that, I was in training the other day and we're doing this lab in the training and then I finished it. I jumped into the, like a breakout meeting basically okay. to go and discuss the lab with like, because we're a big group, right? So they sectioned yeah. us off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was already done the lab. So I didn't really need to do anything. Mm. So I put up, I put on some music, and I went to make lunch. Oh no! Right, because I'm like I had time. They only gave us 30 minutes. I'm like I'm sh- by the time I cook and stuff, I'll just eat it in my 30 minutes, right? And then I went to go grab. I left my phone on my desk. I went to like went to the uh, the kitchen, and I came back, and I have music blasted, and I realized I'm not muted. <laughs> So everybody was listening to music. Yeah. I hope it was good music. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, like, it was like, it was like EDM, like EDM chill house type okay. of stuff. Like yeah, but this calm. easily could have been like Joyner Lucas going off yeah. on the cops, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if I was in the room. Can I talk to you? Uh, <laughs> Imagine after, it was please. like, fuck hip-hop coming straight from the underground. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. Um, I'm afraid we're going to have to lay you off just because some people don't feel comfortable with your uh, like music taste. I have a theory that for the past, how long has it been? For the past three years, I believe that everybody's been in a desperate search to find a replacement for Game of Thrones. And this is my true belief. Oh, be- ever since it went yeah. down? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, 
percent. I agree with that. Can anybody tell me of a show they have now? I guess I don't know Better? if you have a comment section that you would compare that you get excited for on a week to week basis. Not a binge show. Binging a show is easy. I'm talking about something you literally Drops cannot wait episode? for. Yeah, week by week, and but you week sit to there week waiting. Is dead. It's not a thing anymore. And I, I believe that, that too. That is such yeah. a good topic. Especially with COVID. People are binging everything. Yeah, bro. bro. That's the thing. Like now with times we live in, people don't want to wait a week. People like us growing up would watch. Um, yeah, like on TV, bro. I'm not trying to watch one episode and wait a week. Because I do that with anime. Yeah. I watch it week by week. Bro, that's mm. the thing. Like I do enjoy that. To watch an episode, to end on a cliffhanger and then know, okay, I got to wait seven days until I watch You mentioned that before. Okay. Was it in your podcast? I did. I, I mentioned in a previous episode. But if you bring it back, yeah, I, I don't remember that. think... There's another show out there that fans sit there and theorize about what's going to happen. And part of the fun with Game cool. of Thrones was yeah. being like, what do you think is going to happen yeah, next? Yeah, right? Because yeah. in the last yeah. season, it diverted from the books. Apparently. I don't read. Wow, but just <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently, it took a big leap away from the books, which is nice because there's no more spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was one time that I went to Wahid's house and uh, we were supposed to watch a Raptors game. Where was Wahid that day? That's for him to open up and share. Uh, spoiler alert. He was on a date. Anyways. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 no, 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 you can leave that in there. This is a lifetime ago. You can leave it in there. The part I had an issue with, the part I had an issue with, and I hope to God nobody in my family hears this podcast, but oh, I didn't. Not to tell yeah, that I, we, we came to your house. That's how you came. I left you guys there. <laughs> well, we don't have to say <laughs> if that. Your mom hears no, 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 no. This it makes for a funnier story, so leave it in. Obviously, basically, what happened is I, I completely forgot I had scheduled a date. It was Game of Thrones slash Raptors night. Yeah. And uh, everyone is over smoking shisha, like, you know, casually, Chilling, like, yeah. hanging out. And uh, the game came on first. We were watching the game. And halfway through the game, I get a text. And I was like, oh, shit, I have to be somewhere. Yeah. But nobody's at my house except for you guys. Yeah. And I didn't want to kick everybody. And everyone's having a blast. You know, like, Raptors were up. They were winning. <laughs> game of Thrones just dropped a new episode. And, uh, Here's the yeah, thing I left you guys at my house. <laughs> I never watched the last two seasons of, of Game of Thrones. So, like, the episode airs, and they watch it, but they don't even ask the room, hey, guys, uh, who's who's watching this? Like, am I spoiling anything? I didn't say a word until just before it started. I was like, hey, by the way. Uh, the have, room told you I haven't watched what episode it was and the season. The room and, told you. And you I stuck around and said nothing. Because if I said anything, then I feel like you guys would be like, oh, okay, no, we can't watch it. Or maybe you'd say, all right, too bad, Ali. Uh, either go home or just... Or just, I don't know, plug your ears. The whole craze and everything, like the whole, like, everybody was watching it. If you didn't watch it or keep up. You felt like an outcast. Which it's not, it's not about feeling about outcast, but you're letting, like, everybody's so excited about the next episode, right? And now you're, like, pushing Fine. everybody back. It reminds me of Jersey Shore a little bit. Throwback. You Throwback. Yeah, I man. never watched we, I gathered with, uh, I gathered with Noor, actually. And, and Do you guys other think friends. this new generation even knows about that show? It's still going. I know it's still going. This is, what, this is my but question. Like, bro, speaking about do you know? Do they know that the, 90, the Do they know that the early 2000s was run by four Italians? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, six that all lived in a beach house and just partied all the time. What was it? GTL? Gym Tan Laundry? Gym Tan Laundry. I never yeah, watched yeah, that's what it show. Was. I just feel like it's such a. It's not a show you'd watch alone. It's a reality show. Yeah, so it wasn't a show like, you'd watch alone. It's the equivalent. Uh, yeah, it's the equivalent of like yeah, a. You know what? The hype. The hype was there. I think that's It's the stupidest thing ever. Okay, so I know people's guilty pleasure to watch reality TV and it's a great way to numb your mind in all honesty it is I think that it's all trash I think it's all trash you get nothing from that except for drama I'm not sure who who one of you mentioned about working from home and whatnot but that got me thinking about how now a lot of people are either relying on the Canadian government or just even the government in America these stimulus checks and how they're just creating this false reality of people having this idea of okay I don't have to work for the foreseeable future because uh, I'm relying on this money. And all it takes is two, three, or four people in, in the household to have these checks. And then it adds up to $10,000 a month. Did you right? hear about the uh, the preliminary the, findings that they had? So, no. Or sorry, preliminary discussions that they had it's about whether they would dangerous. go after fraudulent claims of CERB. And I think that the answer was they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. So people got away with it. Yeah, you think but, they should. But though? I think there's Absolutely. a legal loophole. No, no, no. I think no. there's a legal loophole. I think if they could go after it, they should. Now, I know that people rely on Serb, and uh, not to like shame those who claimed it anyways, but if you're claiming it and you don't need it, you're taking advantage of it. Not only taking advantage of it, it's, <laughs> it, it's not ethical. It's not ethical. You're basically taking money out of the pockets of other people. Oh, other people. And uh, yeah, but like half the pe- 
people on welfare, a lot of them do not need it. See, and I've, I've witnessed it. This this is the problem. Times, so right? when everybody that said system's all messed up. Yeah, like, I know. Same same situation. But right? remember in the beginning it's when he was abuse. Trudeau was catching a lot of flack. Everybody was saying, uh, oh, why are you handing out CERB without verifying first? I actually agree with CERB. I think people should get it. Uh, it would be a big fucking issue if people couldn't get cash flow, right? Oh, if you man. default on one or two payments, the government's now got to come and bail out the middle of class, course. essentially. And we have one of the highest credit debt per household. So in a country like this that's ready to fall, domino effect, yeah, you needed to have stimulus absolutely, checks. Absolutely. And if the process of verifying it before you handed it out impeded that process at all, like of the timeline to pay off your bills... Yeah, yeah. It would have caused a whole train wreck. So back to your welfare thing. I think in the West, if you have a chance of one family falling behind, even though people might take advantage of it, I say you should do it. No, for sure. I think welfare and the whole welfare yeah. system, it's a good thing to, to have. Yeah. I, it just needs to be revamped. revamped. You, yeah. you want to crack yeah. down on the loopholes. Yeah. The problem is... Re be revamped. The so problem is there's nothing's 100% 100 foolproof, right? I don't know. You can so, put all, all that, that income on a, a card that they can spend on. And then, you, and then there's certain transactions. Bro, there's a lot of people that take certain money, yeah, right, and then somehow they have beamers, and they bought a house. And it's like mm -hmm. I thought you Working were on welfare, cash bro. Under, where'd, you get, where'd you get yeah. all this money? The, the problem under is the, table, I mean. the problem is with what you're saying is nobody knows how they need that cash except for them. Of course. So of putting course. it on a prepaid card. I'm, just, I'm yeah, saying I know. how what I've witnessed. I'm not. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. So yeah. And I agree with you. Is. I agree with you. But th I think this is the best we're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think yeah. that they can't revamp it any better. I was gonna say. Uh, so what is the difference between the the states? They have food stamps, right? Do you, and uh, here we have uh, like just welfare, welfare checks, just right. welfare. Yeah, I was reading I, an article. I, I was wondering, like, whether yeah. Sorry, continue about the article. Yeah, I was reading an article the other day that uh, people who can apply for food stamps in the state as a federally mandated program. Uh, you have to make something like 50% uh, of the cost of living, not the wage, just the cost of living. So that's essentially how much you need to make in order to live, rent, money, food, all of that. And I think the threshold for food stamps is something like 50% of that. And what, do you, what did you expect? In honesty, what did you expect from that? I was going to say, I was reading an article about the whole Texas thing that's yeah. happening and uh, how their infrastructure and their, uh, their electrical grids overpowered and over like, too much demand. And apparently this is like an issue going on with all the whole states. All the U.S. is like that, yeah. where they have issues with their, they never revamped their electrical grids from the 60s and the 50s. You ever heard of the oh, saying, wow. if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because because over there, it's not like us, our government controls it, right? Yeah. Over there, it's privatized, right? Oh, so they're like, if it's not broken, I'm not going to touch it. But they're saying now because it's getting to a certain point yeah. where if one thing just messes up, the states can go almost 12 months without power. Till they have to revamp everything, Jeez. like most of most of us say, not the whole thing, but yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea of me mentioning that was just to you guys took it in a very interesting point, but I was just trying to. We say brought it back though. Yeah, hey, hey. full circle. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. It's about how these people have these false perception, and I almost fell into this idea of like, yo, I could make what is it, two k from just not doing anything, when there are people that are working their asses off and they're either making less or just breaking that threshold. And it's like, I could easily see how somebody's mind could say, oh, I'd much rather sit at home and put my attention to other things. The mind always tries to go for the easier way out. Yeah. And this is definitely the easier way out to, to not work. Well, part of that. And the longer this goes, it's going to indicate to people when life goes back to normal, whenever that is, however that looks like, it's going to cause people to say, shit, I have to work for money now, which is crazy to even <laughs> say. Of course you have to work for money. Yeah. But now th that, 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 that cushion that they had, it's like, oh, shit. So yeah, it's going to cause a lot of stress for sure. coming out of it. Because like full timers, let's say on minimum wage, they'll get like seven hundred, maybe eight hundred dollars every two weeks. That's which is ridiculous. So now they're like sixteen hundred dollars, right? And you're working like five days, forty hours, five days, forty hours a week. And it's still less. You know, and it's still less. There's still less. So now you're getting the stimulus check, and you're like, for doing nothing. Why the fuck am I going to work? There is no reason why I need to go work till I have to. Yeah. You know, and if I was in that situation, I would have done the same thing. Part of what I think this is, and me and Noor talked about this the other day, is people don't have a problem taking this $2,000 check home, borrowing from the government, which is borrowing from a bank, because they think credit is fake. They, I should rephrase that, they don't care about debt. Debt is the number one thing attached to unhappiness in America. It's an American study I read, but yeah, people that owe any amount of money to anybody, it's shown that they're not as happy as somebody doesn't owe anything to anybody because any cent that comes into you is yours. I think more people should have financial education in school. Oh, please. Yeah, I know. I, I know. And this is this is There's something no in Ontario that, that. that has come up before. All I'm saying is if people knew 
more about financials, you would see less and less people who, uh, one of our friends owns a car dealership, right? And he has customers who come in who barely get approved for financing, but get approved at a way higher interest rate and they'll still buy the car. And the car we're talking about is maybe 2,500, 3,000, right? So if you, somebody just sat down and did the math, I think something at like 14%, you're paying almost 125% of the value of the car for no reason. And the, the idea behind it is I got approved. Yay. Yeah. That's all they care yeah. about. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because our society nowadays is like, I have to live with debt. Like debt is part of my lifestyle now. Right? Yeah, like everybody's, I'm going to die with debt. Like everybody has that in their heads. Like I'm never going to get out of debt because I'm already in it. I might as well just And that go all starts it. in university or college. <laughs> For sure. Let it's me like start my adult life with, like uh, just... what's it, the average is 40000 if you live in, in in the province in debt for, for a four-year program? Sure. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I'm, that's crazy. Like, like for me, I went to the college route because I'm like, I did. it's not that I wasn't book smart. I just didn't want that the pressure debt. of that debt. I did yeah. not want that. Like, I can, I don't care if I make less than a university student, sure. Yeah. But in the long run, I'm not using that 40K in debt, 50K. Yeah. And if you're, if you're living with res and stuff, like. Or even more. Uh, more. Yeah. People are 100,000, yeah, 120,000, right? A quick PSA though. I, I, I noticed this more than I think other people did. Maybe you guys noticed it too. Ontario high schools have a, have a weird thing where they push university so hard on their students. Uh, the idea of going to college doesn't come up as much as you think. And the problem I have with this is that, as Noor mentioned, it's a cheaper alternative, mm -hmm. but everything a college offers, be honest, you're in your field right now, Noor. Do you find yourself at a disadvantage having gone to college? No. No. No, and not only that, like, our wages are very similar. Like, yeah, maybe he makes 2K more than me or a year. Big whoop. You're talking yeah. about some. But you're talking he's about like 40, 50k in debt. I'm like 15k in debt. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. also talking about a, 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 so in an institution a that has lower class money. sizes and more profs, and the material itself, I learned better. And maybe it's a different teaching style. I agree with that, but more hands-on. More yeah, hands-on. I also just, people more people learned quicker, and some of the material was the same. So for people who don't, uh, well, about me, I went to uh, Carleton University for engineering. Then I went to Algonquin for engineering two different types of engineering. One was mechanical, the other was civil. And both of these are in, in Ottawa, just so Yes, yeah, yeah, they're both in Ottawa, Canada. In all honesty, I learned more. Ottawa, Ontario, I learned more Canada. in uh, Algonquin. The same material, some of it was covered twice, yeah. I learned way more material than I think some of the kids in Carleton did. And these are people in their third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so maybe, again, it comes down to my learning style, but I believe that colleges shouldn't be dismissed. Even if, you're, even if your family is, you know, of the immigrant mentality and says yeah, university, yeah, yeah. doctor, lawyer, engineer. When I was in co-op, right, getting a co-op in the private sector was a lot harder. Can you explain one sense of a co-op is? Like an internship, yeah, but an internship, uh, paid. Exactly. Yeah. Paid internship. Yeah. That's like regulated through the school. So it's... Uh, okay. 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 HR rep. HR rep in the house. Damn, this guy took, took it. Well, anyway, so when I did my... I went to like a private company to do my co-op, right? And I was up with a lot of university students that are going co-op. Luckily, I got in. But then I was doing projects and stuff like that while I was doing my work. I was there with university students, yeah. right? A lot of times, because I've been like hands-on with the work, I can do certain things, right? A lot of the theory, I don't really know. Right. So it's like it's like a give and take for a university student. It's more like by the book. Exactly. There's a procedure exactly. in his head. It's already there. Right. For me, it's like I'm going to gun down and see if I hit a stage of problems. I'm going to work around it, work around it till we get to the same I situation. Feel that second part that you said about about college and how that is more problem and you have to work around it. I feel that resembles more in real life because whatever job you're working, you're not going to have a textbook where you got to. And this is something I'm learning, because if I knew that uh, who knows if my career choice would change from psychology to whatever, but if, if I knew the debt and the baggage that university would come with, I might have considered college. And the first two years when I was really struggling and like really struggling, my parents were telling me, hey, it's not a bad idea to consider college. And I was that stupid person at the time that thought, oh, college? Like I would look down on it, like, it's like on it, yeah. under my shoe. Oh like yeah, college. like I, I not Which not is me so personally. Wrong. Yeah, not me personally, but like I knew a lot of people who would lie about like when you go networking and stuff like that and be like, "Yo, I'm from Algonquin," and like, "Oh, I'm from Carleton," or "I'm from Ottawa U." 
But then you actually turns out he's from Algonquin as well. It's like, bro, you do not need to say that. If you really need to flex your education that hard, it says so much about you as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I did two more years and went twenty thousand dollars in debt more than you, <laughs> and I'm only gonna be making like ten thousand more, maybe. See, like with colleges, with colleges is is it's very specific. Just like university, right? It's like you can get it paid well yeah. in certain fields and certain programs, right? If you go to college just because, and you just come out, and then you're just back at square one, that's a disadvantage. I want your, your idea or your perception of this saying about how they say, do something you love, go into college or university with something you're passionate about. So it, it, it's, uh, you got all the information you need right here on this couch. So I am more of a realist, and Hussein is more of an optimist. And I believe if you were going to answer this, how would you answer that? I, I, feel, uh, I feel like I know I'll, what you're going to say. I'll, oh, that's, that's you a, want me to repeat the question? Oh, you know what I'm saying? What my core belief would say is like, follow your, follow dreams. your dreams, but that gives me trouble in my life. So I'm trying to mix the, I'm in a stage where I'm trying to accept reality, reality. a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And this but is then that fucks with me a little bit because I try to believe that to dream big and mm -hmm. I believe that too. It's because so people it's don't like, want to jump off the cliff you and know, say, I feel like, I feel, I feel like when I get a job, it's almost like a death to me. And that's why I have trouble with getting a job. So like, I'd well, you've not getting a job. I can no, get a job. You're avoiding the job. I, I, yeah, I, try to, <laughs> I avoid a job because it gives me negative feelings. I feel like I'm trapped in this box, and I just gotta change my perception a little bit about it. I know that, but you Do know, you have we, to change your perception, or is it? Like, is it good? No. Yeah, like, because it, well, yeah. it well it depends because, because it's your body telling you something. I, for example, I am I am a, a 26 year old man right now. I'm living with my parents. There's nothing against against that at all, of course. But what I'm saying is is what do I want three years down the road? What do I want for you? Of course, I want a house. That's uh. that's something I do want. But that's not going to drop out of the sky if I pursue something that I love. And I know that. And people tell me that. But people could tell me all they want all the time. And you could tell someone as much as you want. But if I don't truly believe it, and I still don't know how I'm going to truly believe it, deep, what am I going to do? See, I'm in that dilemma, but I know it'll work out eventually because I'm a... The life of the optimist. It's not even optimist. It's like, <laughs> well, it's a little bit of optimist. You started and then off, you started I start off with optimistic, optimist, yeah. and, then, and then I become I analyze, which gives me <laughs> a, an analyzer. Then I get almost depressed because I'm analyzing and have to live in this world. So we have to live with reality a little bit. And I feel like I'm dying on my dreams. Yeah. That's how I feel. But that's me. And... That's if me. you ask anybody that's that, not everybody that else. has followed their passion and succeeded at it, and you ask them that, they'll tell you one million percent. Follow your passion? Yeah, don't You got to be careful with don't that, Don't conform though. to reality. No, some people could do it. Some people could do it. and it's Because a of, if, you you have a, if you have a belief that's everything. so strong, it's going to happen for you. But can you monetize that? Simply put, can you monetize day, that? You want to live. Day. You need yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, what are you yeah, gonna yeah. do? You need money. Money. Like, I can't live in fairy or fairy world. Whole you know, you doing... that money doesn't bring you happiness. Even this podcast that you're doing. BS. But there's a balance. You, you can't you can't go all the way one side. Money. There's money by happiness. So I agree with everybody here that right I don't think it buys it. However, I think you can rent it. If you have enough money, you can temporarily buy your own happiness. That's true. Right? It's an illusion at best, but. You can't buy happiness. You can rent it all you want, but I don't think you can buy it. And that's that's sort of how I feel on the subject. People are going to have different opinions. I kind of disagree because when I think about money, I think about wealth. Okay. Well, those so are two different things. Right? I know it's different, two different things. Like when I think money by health, I'm, I'm more... Okay, so we're talking about financial wealth, okay? Just to keep that clear <laughs> to the viewers. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you saying, buddy? Wealth can get you happiness. Wealth. Money, mm. maybe not, but wealth For can. me, you see, That's we have three wealth different can. opinions on this couch. That's why, amazing. Why? Why? Why I say wealth? Wealth, to a certain extent, right, can give you the satisfaction for your means to live. You'll overboard it, sure, but you can also under undervalue it as well. So, in a certain extent, let's say my assets, whatever, give me 10000 a month, right? I can live perfectly with that. I'm not going to go into crippling debt with it. I can. I don't have to. You know what I mean? But if I wanted to be that person, I can slowly pay off my mortgage so I have every every year. And then in the next five years, I can retire $10,000 $10, a month. I can do whatever I want. I can travel. I can do whatever I want. Money's still coming in. But if I start buying like six houses or six cars every every week, it's a different story. So I had this thing with uh, like the previous guest a few episodes ago. And he was such a good point. He was saying, he was saying how if you're struggling in life and you've never seen what the other side is so making money a lot of money being wealthy as you say then to you that's your normal right so if if someone makes 20k a year 15k a year 
and that's all they've made and they they're just stuck and that's it's not like they became rich and then lost it all because to me i think that's the worst thing in life when you when you make it and then you lose it all because then you know what it's like to be on the other side or it's really gonna motivate you but it's also to go back up a lot of the biggest biggest so richest people like yeah they again, failed, you know, a hundred million, a hundred times. Yeah, but but I was saying how if you don't see the other side, then to you that's normal. If they don't see the other side of uh, of what well, of, of life. So, so no, but th- that's the thing about no, this world. I mean, back in the it's day, that that could have right? that could have flew by, but now anyone could see on social media. It's very simple. Yeah, but a lot of it could be fake too, right? Yeah, but like a uh, fake, but even fake, but like but I they agree create with you. It could be fake, they, but create this but they conception paint, of yeah, life. So they, they paint they the paint, picture. They paint this picture. And then guess what your mind does? Your mind's gonna your mind's gonna so make an it. image. It's gonna yeah. make an make image. An image it's gonna like, be like I want it. I want it. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, <laughs> how do I get it's it? Fake and you fabricated. Know? Yeah. Even though it's fake, and, oh, and maybe worse. This is where I believe depression and and mental illness could come along, and and self doubt is you start being why can't I get it? What's wrong with me? Na 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 na. That's that's a little different topic about social media. But I'm trying to say like most people could see what's out there, kind of thing, but haven't have have felt it like personally with. Uh, in terms of uh, money-wise, like making 100K. How do you guys explain the whole idea of about seeing people that have nothing? I went to Iraq. I mentioned this in an episode before, but I'm not going to regurgitate it. I went to Iraq several years ago, and I saw these people that had nothing, man. They had nothing, but they were more happy than I probably have ever been in my life. They don't have dirt. So that would be a good reason to say that money doesn't buy happiness, doesn't give you happiness. I'm kind of with Wahid about how it doesn't. It could rent it. So if you buy a Lamborghini, you can love it for however much you can want something better. So you don't fully get the state of happiness you you rent it on due time and then it's kind of like it's ticking yes until happiness I, I, I agree with that and that's why i said money doesn't buy you happiness it's more of the wealth it buys you comfort though and the cuff through comfort it might buy you the materialistic happiness i guess money can buy Such that a vague thing, right it's kind of like not off topic but like let's say like in nigeria or whatever right yeah they don't have credit they don't have debt if you buy a house you're buying it with your cash you own it you have this, you own it. You have this, you own it. Mm-hmm. You phone, you own this. You lose your job, you lose your income, you can still survive. There's no yeah. bills, there's no mortgage, there's no rent, there's nothing of, like of that source. You know, you don't have to lease your car, you own your car. Uh, well, ignoring the fact that that Hope causes other issues there. like having social <laughs> benefits and social programs, yeah. or even running electricity, <laughs> which they have, but it turns off at night. And so everyone runs on generators. Aside of all of that, I kind of see what you're saying, but you trying to put wealth and money in two different categories, categories? doesn't doesn't take oh it all depends on your mindset to be honest i can be happy right now i think i think money honestly i'm gonna say and money didn't have anything to do with that yeah it did. yes it did yes it did because by your own classification no. you're not wealthy it's comfort i know i, I know but it's comfort i don't have wealth right now so yeah but you're still happy I'm, yes with the money that i accumulated that i got is it just the money it's not your relationships in life it's not well, obviously, you can't yeah. talk about those because no, those, no, you those are already imprinted. No, no. Yeah, but you, you see, that's the way of thinking it, but it is those. I could tell you right now, it is it is those that's making you happy. You you just might not... S- well, I can't say that for you. Because no, no, no. Oh, it's no, very, it's it's very easy to it's break different. this down because logically. Because not every human is the same. Hold that's on. The no. But it's, logically, no. let's break this down. If you're talking about it binary, one and zero, right now, money can buy most items on earth, okay? Some of the things that can't be bought are mostly emotional based right and gold yeah, yeah. <laughs> gold is god's dollar all right given that we're off the gold standard i don't know but okay <laughs> you know money can't buy everything and you agree with that yes so emotional connections beat out the rest if you're wealthy and are emotionally connected let's say you're winning you have everything i have a perfect question to add to this thing and i know i'm, I'm making you choose two scenarios but you pick one would you rather be um financially stable and be wealthy and have assets that accumulate to millions and millions of dollars but deep inside you feel lonely and you don't have these one-on-one connections with people that you may want to have now other one is 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 not owning much much but you have those connections yeah no i'd still to choose the wealth i would not i really would not i believe you have your whole life to earn money you don't have your whole life to start those uh, emotional relationships at a young age. Yes. Right? You can you can have a 100-year-old relationship with, let's say, your wife, right, that you started from day one. That's irreplaceable. Yeah. The money yeah. you have every day. No, no, this is just a hypothetical. No, nothing. I'm basically saying the money, the money can always come in. Those relationships cannot. Our topic was money buys, buys happiness. happiness. 
We didn't say about my connection with other person makes me happy. That doesn't matter at this point. Okay, but but the like, idea, if you're like thinking about this lot, lo okay, yeah, you have to choose logically, one. You have to choose one. Logically, what would so, you choose? so now you're saying, do I choose money or do I choose my wife? We go. No, no, wait, wait. No, no, your family too. Your family too. No, go back to Ali's question. Go back to Ali's question. I, I could answer his question. I honestly would choose. But the only reason I could answer the question with such affirmity is because I felt the despair you could go into. I, I felt the emotional um, uh, yeah. pain. Okay, so for yeah. me... Uh, and, and maybe you haven't. Uh, for me, I, I would still probably choose... Like, yeah, the connections are fine. Like, I'll enjoy them and stuff, but I'd probably go the other way. Like, and deep and down, I'd probably go the other way. With, okay, with love? Yeah, I'd probably go with love. No, okay, let me just finish this, okay? Let me finish this. If I had the wealth and the money, right, and whatever it is, right, but I was alone, I'm okay with that. But at the same time, I'm not saying I don't like human connections, interactions. It's all about your mindset because I'm right now, I'm trying to, like, grind, right? But now it's like, oh, but we're saying money doesn't buy habits. Why don't I fuck my grinding? Should I just sit down and just chill with everybody and just go to Shisha and talk with 40 people? I get what you're saying. My belief is, though, that if you make money, ambition goes away. If you make money now in our lifetime, it's not for your own happiness. Part of it is that it's literally so you can provide for your family's happiness. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's also. You grow up. Yeah, for me, if you want to go personal, for me to target a certain amount of wealth or money, it's ambition for myself it's a goal for myself this is interesting that we're talking about this look i want to show you something jim carrey once said he said i hope everybody becomes rich and famous so that they can know that it's life it's is not, a, it's not, not about, about that it. it's not yeah. it's life is literally not about that but that's my problem i'm all the way on the opposite end of nur which is not nothing wrong against nur, nothing wrong against me of what? Of, of i'm all the way on the other side where it's like i don't give a fuck about money but, but that's bad and i am aware that's bad okay but you can imagine how hard it is for me to work. Look at that. One extreme, one extreme middle, bro. Yeah, and he's in the middle. It's very it's, true. It's well, so true. in the middle. I get so you. True. I'm on the other side. I don't. I don't. I am ambitious to certain things. Health. Yeah, yeah Not yeah. not smoking. Yeah, for, yeah. You know my story. Yeah, is yeah. losing. I'm ambitious to those things. Yeah. But uh, working, I'm not. But you need enough to just. But I know and I want to. But it's not I want it enough. It's weird. It's a very confusing thing. We got Noor's take on this because he said that he sets himself ambitions and his ambition to be wealthy is what drives him. Now, you took, uh, Hussein, took a hiatus off of social media, mainly Instagram, which, uh, you know, kudos to you doing it during a pandemic. I don't know how you weren't bored. Yeah, did you do that because of the way you felt seeing people's feeds and just... Like yeah, like the typical thing people talk about, where where they start they start uh, using it excessively. You could start. So that I'm an aware you. person of myself, which is good and bad. Okay, it's good and bad. That's all, all I could say about it. I don't it. see how it's bad. It, oh, it could be bad because, because it's very then good to be self-aware. You when so you're aware of your when you remember that meta metacognition that we were talking about, where you could a human is thinking is, about what you're thinking about. You could think about what you're thinking about. Like I'm able to do that pretty well. Okay. And it, it, it because we have seventy almost around seventy thousand thoughts a day. Now, now those thoughts, those thoughts are not all coming because you told them to come. A lot of thoughts are coming because they just come. Yeah, They're just yeah, coming yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. from beliefs and values that are stored in your body and in your brain. And so, what are you so saying? I'm, I'm I'm saying that I'm a, I get a lot of a lot of thoughts that are unwanted, and I'm aware of them. And a lot of them were coming from what I see on social media, for example. So I cut it out. Yeah, I cut it out. And honestly, I haven't. Uh, till this day, I'm I'm still okay. I could say that it was a good decision on my behalf because I saw myself going down this, this uh, this rabbit hole, this rabbit hole where where you know you, we've all been there. You go to bed, you take out your phone, you swipe. You wake up in the morning, you uh, you swipe, and everyone talks about it, but they talk about it so casually. casually. Yeah. But I take things seriously yeah. almost. I'm yeah. like I'm like a military man to my own mind, which yeah. is bad. Because then I'd be like, no, you're not doing it anymore, which is bad and good. Not to make it sound like it's not a serious com, like a, a, a convo or anything or a problem. Just as somebody who's curious now, and you got rid of Instagram, what do you do during your dumps? What like, do you I don't dumps? honestly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's prime meme time, or is that just me? That's so funny. That is prime meme time. For sure, so honestly, I've been I've been back on on Facebook lately, and I've been watching. Uh, what I like about Facebook, I've been watching the videos. Yeah. Uh, you, you just kind of scroll. Uh, you press that little button where mm -hmm. you scroll the videos. Mm -hmm. And what's nice about Facebook is like we all have watched the social uh, social dilemma, and how everything's tailored towards you. I I actually like that's tailored to me. Are you having fun okay Facebooking with, with everyone's parents or? <laughs> 
you I like enjoy it. It's tailored to you. I know. I, I really oh, like. Sure. Like you know how people say like, oh, oh my God, it's my tailored privacy, to me. My privacy. My privacy and yeah, my. I don't, oh my I God, don't they're care. they're selling. They're pushing these things on me. But I'm I'm pretty much like, well, thank you for tailoring it towards me because now I'm gonna watch things that I'm interested in. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, just like the advertisements so and stuff like that. Yeah. Advertisements like like right now we're talking about chairs. Let's say we're talking about we're talking about this podcast or whatever it is, right? There's going to be a podcast, a new podcast guy that they're going to recommend to me, mm-hmm. 100%. right? 100%. And people are afraid of that or whatever. But, you know, like if you go on Google, right, on your Google account, you can go to a certain setting and they have a criteria for you mm-hmm. with everything that people you thought you did. You never, you. Uh, you thought you'd never disclose stuff, yeah, yeah. right? And they picked it up. So wait, real, real, real quick, Noor, basically, are you saying that I'm when it comes when it comes to privacy versus convenience, you lean on the convenience side. For sure, because I have nothing really to hide. Hus? Because they have our information, they also ensure that I'm not going to get identity theft or whatever. That's the only thing I'm afraid of. Right. right, right at the same time, if that's out of the equation, I don't care. Just the corporations. That's fine. Right. Okay, it's fine. Hus? What am I supposed to hide? If no, no. no I'm just, if they're, you turn on your phone and they're giving you what you want. That's the problem. You don't like... You know, th- that's the other pumping. side of it, which I, I did take a stance at one point, is like you start thinking that like you're programmed. You're getting fed. You're programmed, like your thoughts. Then okay, don't use so your how do, how do flat... Do not like, use technology. Do not use technology because that's what yeah, technology is. I know. But what that's... Is, that's what is yeah. Augmented reality, machine learning, whatever it is, it's a computer learning on its own about your own habits. But it used to worry, it used to worry me that like, for example, I might be programming my own beliefs and my thinking. Yeah, the thing you're overlooking here is that method of referring things to a person, how is it being collected? Not, not, not the end result. The process of how that information about you is collected, that is the issue here, not the process behind it. Because you know data mining is a very effective tool and can be used for all types of evil. Canada actually just passed a bill on this where Google, they went after Google, and basically they had to erase their archives of information, I think up to 10 years. Don't quote me on this. Look into it yourselves. But uh, they reached the privacy uh, bill with Google and essentially to get rid of Canadians' private information. And see, mm. that's what I'm trying to talk about here. You can have the convenience and also keep your privacy. Yes, and if the you weird, have the choice, it's fine. Google openly collects data, and they tell you this. If, you. I, if I send, this Google is an example, but if I send uh, an image to my girlfriend, and it bounces through a server that's in that's in the states, right? If you weren't a U.S. citizen, that gets captured. It's now entered United States uh, soil. Yeah. They now have a copy of that. And the thing is, that's how the world works. Not yeah. all the servers are hosted domestically, yeah. Yeah. and they all can take a copy of that. It that's depends cool. on where you are and who's the governing body there. I, I agree with convenience. I don't, however, like the fact that somebody can build a profile on me. But there's open source yeah. programs where all you need to do is write the person's name. And they'll give you all their social media links. Like yeah, it's not hard yeah, to get true. that. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually really super surprised that we don't have like a Gen Z or sorry, a Gen X or whatever it is now. Gen Z. I have yeah, no idea. I'm surprised that we don't have a Gen Z Jack the Ripper. To be honest with you, I'm so surprised <laughs> that we don't have somebody out there who's just hacking people's shit and then fucking like uh, Amazon sure, shipping them sure, poison or some I'm sure shit. Sure, we do, but we don't, we don't hear about them, you know? Yo, like you see the dark web or the shit that these That's people the one thing I would I love to, to go to the dark web. web. I would love to. I had try the opportunity to do it, but I was I too shook. That would traumatize you. So hopefully, Ali doesn't get sued by Wayfair, but. You guys heard of the uh, you, you guys heard of the uh, the allegations they were facing? Who? So Wayfair has like weird I- names of items that they sell, mm. and you know they say it's like from Scandinavia mm. or whatever, and they give it like a weird name. And so coincidentally, there was a whole bunch of missing children's reports. Don't quote me on this, but again, the name of Don't the items, the name of the items, uh, were weird names that coincided with children's names who were missing, and the dates posted on the ads lined up with a lot of the the whole the time of disappearance and all that and there was this like conspiracy theory in a sense that they were selling off children because this is weird because me and uh ali your former guest a couple of yes, episodes ago yes. ali Ayash, we read about it the cons- that's conspiracy theory anyway and then i just searched i think it was coffee tables and i went to the last page because it said you go to the last page and then there was a hundred thousand dollar coffee table okay mm-hmm. and then like if you look at the picture like you can find this on IKEA. Like it's just a simple table, bro. It's like there's nothing. It's not even made out of gold or certain specific yeah, yeah, wood. Diamonds, right? Nothing. But the weirdest part about all of this is no reviews. Yeah. Right. So you're buying a child. Let's say hypothetically that that was the case. You're buying a child. You can't even leave a review. 
You can't even say if he was hardworking or like you can't even say like you can't even be. It's a human person, bro. Like at least say. Bro, like, imagine you just being that 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 bougie and you bought the most expensive item. A child comes in, you're like, I didn't order you. <laughs> I guess you're mine now. Wrong door. I've spoken to people where they've said, you know, this pandemic is good because it's killing off people that are I was already say, old it's and a they've lived their life. That that they That's they actually. A- Put it out there to reduce the population. A lot of people would not like what you said because could be honestly. If we're going on like conspiracy ends, like I've seen videos. I don't know if they've been tampered with or not, but don't fact check me on this. But I've seen like Bill Gates like talking about vaccines and stuff and like how to kill like. The, like viruses will kill the populations because we need it? that or whatever and shit like oh, that. Oh no, yeah, oh one hundred percent, that's true. Uh, Bill Gates. Uh, you guys are referring to, I believe, his TED talk, TED talk where yeah. he said that respiratory-based infections or viruses would be the hardest to combat and a real threat to humankind. Before this, SARS had already taken place, right? SARS was also a respiratory-based illness. We had seen evidence of something like this possibly happening. So to theorize that another infection like this that's silent that cannot be screened for by the time it uh accumulates in your body and uh, uh becomes deadly you can't even notice it's in there right this has always been a threat they didn't particularly know which strain it would be but they had it down to a key because scientists can predict stuff like this it's simple statistics you can extrapolate a lot for sure because there's so much facts to back it up you can always hypotheticalize the next move, right? Yeah. Yo, hear this. Like, imagine when life gets back to normal, people are going to feel weird. There's no going back to normal. Shake hands. There's, right? there's no going back to normal. How long you guys think? There's going to be a new till normal. no masks, for example. No, there's like, going gonna to be a new normal. Okay. We're not going back Wait, to what we... Wait, masks included? I don't think masks no, included. No, with or without, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. But I'm saying... Oh, a new normal, from, we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. From, I know what you're saying. If you want to live how we were living in 2018, 2019... No way. So there's no going... What are you going back to? Uh, dining in. Okay. The main thing that you that you didn't think about here, though, dining in, whatever, all that. And I don't even miss this, but the club scene. So hypothetically, if you're if you're some 21 year old, whatever, and you want to go out, I don't see a mask policy being able to not be enforced, but to be accepted. You're gonna have a hard time in a, a, a spot like that. That's what I. I don't feel sorry. Like the pandemic didn't really hit us as hard as others. What it really hit is speak for yourself. Again, forty pounds over here. Well, (laughs) no, but I'm saying socially, from high school graduates transition to uni or college. Yeah, those guys have the worst. Those guys have the the worst. No, I feel the worst is elementary kids. No, because their their brains are young. They're they're gonna get used to it. It's gonna be their new mode. They won't realize it. People in high school. They're always looking for, oh, can't wait to go to university, can't wait to go to college. We're gonna have, they want the university life. My life is going to be free, you know? whatever. I know that blah, was blah, blah. me. Their transition didn't really happen like what we did, right? Mm. For us, it was yeah. like you graduate in June, right? You have your two months of summer, and then you start back in September, back in September in a whole new world. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. Imagine being now that kid different. who's going to be like, hey, mom, dad, I'm going to move into my dorm. Yeah. I'm going to do everything you didn't say. And then little do you know, you're staying at home, yeah. mom and dad doing your laundry still. Yeah, Because exactly. your class is online. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah oh my God. That Thank God. Different. Those relationships that you create in your first month in school is important. Yeah. Is very important. Mm. Those relationships that Noor is talking about in that first month of school is so important. And with that, this wraps up episode number 15, part one. Remember, there's a part two coming next week, which is the rest of our discussion with Noor, Wahid, and Hussein. So stay tuned for that. If you made it to the end, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week. Peace out. Bye-bye.